Hey everybody and welcome back to another podcast. It's Lavinia Barber and I am the repositioning strategist and life coach and I provide beauty products and services to women and girls that helps them to find their identity to walk boldly into purpose and marriage. And if that sounds like you, then welcome to the podcast. And I also have other social media outlets that I also upload weekly videos and weekly motivational um, and inspiring messages to. And that Facebook page name is Everything Her, Everything Beautiful. Um, And another page would be my YouTube page at Everything Her, Everything Beautiful. And Instagram as well, Everything Her underscore online. And so I just wanted to come on here really quick and share with you all on today the the eight mind transformations that the Lord I'm sorry the eight mind transformations that the Lord uh, taught me that helped that has helped me to grow on my journey of being a Christ follower. So we're gonna go over today basically eight things that the Lord has showed me that has helped me on my journey of following Christ. Okay. How many of us know that we haven't arrived, but we yet still in progress. Okay. I'm going to say that again, because some people think I have arrived. I made it. Everything is hunky dory. Everything is perfect. I done made it. I done arrived to this place. The devil is a liar. You have not arrived. You still, if you are breathing, you still have room to grow. You still have room to excel. You still have room to go higher in God. If you are breathing, there is something that 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 you have to continue to work on because we are not done. And we will be done when Jesus come back and get us, but we're not done yet. And uh and so I just want to go over eight things that the Lord has shared with me on my journey. All right, let's dive into thing number one. It's a journey, not a sprint. Sometimes in life, we want to sprint through things. We want to, come on, let's hair up and get there. You know, I got this plot project. I got this idea. I got the vision. I done wrote it down and made it plain. I done prayed over it and labored it over the altar. I done did my thing, right? Wrong. This is a journey, not a sprint. And uh, at this time, when God shared this with me, I was going 100 miles per hour, trying to do everything backwards, trying to do everything the way I thought it should be done, the way I imagined it would go. But when I began to get closer to the Lord, the Lord began to share with me that it is not about how fast you go or how quickly you can arrive or how swiftly you can get to a place. Because before you can get to that place, God has to cultivate us. Before we can get to a place, God has to... He has to take us through a process. So when he elevate us, we're not bamboozled by the elevation. We're not knocked back down by the ele- because we were not prepared for the elevation, right? And so God sends us through a series of events and uh, trials and he allows us to go through being tempted and everything just so we can be ready. And the Bible says that we go through the fire to be purified, to come out as pure gold. So I don't know about you, but that don't sound like no quickie. It sounds like process. All right. Which, um, I actually got something about the process, uh, in one of my 
eight ways that God has given me mind transformations. Um, learn to live in the moment. So that kind of touches on number one, um, where I began to talk about how God, you know, began to talk, show me that I was trying to move a hundred miles per hour. And I mean, per minute, not even per hour, per minute. And God was like, you know, you need to slow down. So learn to live in the moment just basically means like, take this time to appreciate where you are. It took me long time just to understand and to know this right here. Live in the moment. And we know that the Bible tells us about being content with where we are. So there is a season of contentment where you have to be content. Not that scripture is not saying be content in being in poverty. Be content in being living in living below where God has called you to live. But that scripture is saying be content with where God has you, wherever that may be. There is this quote that um, God always shows me, especially when he reminded me that I need to slow down again. Because sometimes I pick back up and I may not be going 100, but I may go 50. Okay. And so God have to come back and remind me, hey, bloom from within. Bloom from within. And that thing just sticks with me. And then he he, he gave me another one. It was... um, it was cultivate where you are planted or something like that. Um, but anyway, God, every time I would see that, I knew he wanted me to slow down. He wanted me to take a breather and he wanted me to realize like, this is a journey. Once again, God is in control. And, uh, so learn to live in the moment. If you have an apartment, learn to live in the moment. Learn to be happy and content where where you are, where God has you. Because when things change, and they will, you have to be ready for that change. And if you are trying to go beyond the moment, you're not going to enjoy where God has you. And not only that, you can also miss valuable information that you actually need. So when you get to where God is taking you, then you'll be able to use the valuable information in your catapult season. So you have to be, you know, like, you know, just, just, just. Just breathe in and out, take a few breaths and just look at everything around you. Look at everything around you. Um, Think about where you currently are within self and around you and just relax. God is in control. So thing number three, be patient with the process. How many of us like process? Oh, God, I know for me, process can be a doozy. It can be a doozy. Um, But yet and still, God is in the making of the process. God is in the refining of the process. He's in the pruning of the process. And so you go through the fire to come out as pure gold. Here we go again, because the process is necessary so when you get to that place where God is taking you to, you won't ruin that place. You won't ruin that place. And so processing 
It gets rid of the old you. It gets rid of the debris. It gets rid of the you that you thought you were. It gets uh, it gets rid of, and don't get me wrong, we're all going to be going through some level of processing no matter where we come from. Um, there's a process to everything. There's a process to life. Uh, when you're in your mind, first it started con- conception, and then you begin to grow in your mother's womb, and then you come out, you know, so there is a process to everything. There is a process to popping popcorn. You open up the package first. Well, first the kernel is pulled and then packaged and then comes to you, comes to a store and then you pick it up or you order online, however you get it. But when you get it, you got to open up the box. Then you see what I'm saying? Then you put it in the micro, you open up the, the clear packet part first, the clear part of the package first. Then you turn it on the right side. Then you put it in the microwave. Then you pr- you close the microwave door. You see what I'm saying? So everything has a process. God set up processing for our development. He set up processing for us to be able to walk into the promised land. Without the children of Israel going through bondage, they wouldn't have been able to appreciate the process on their way to elevation. And so... um, I mean, some, some crossed, some didn't, you know, but at the end of the day, God gave them an opportunity to cross over into the promised land, but they had to go through a process of being in the wilderness to hear God's voice, to walk with the Lord, to understand who he is in the wilderness. Okay. But of course we know the children of Israel murmured and complained. And some of us do just what they did. When we murmur and we complain, they murmured and they complain. Don't murmur and complain. Because it's a process. Be patient. Be patient in the process. You know, and so the next thing God gave me, number four, don't devalue your worth. So many times we're looking at everybody else climb the ladder. We're looking at everybody else go up. We're looking at every, and we're looking down and it goes back to number two, where we're looking down and we, you know, we, we, we like, man, look at my situation. I, I, I'm, I'm over here struggling or I'm over here going through this. And there you go with not being content. There you go with not being happy. There you go with not being at peace. There you go with trying to live and look at the Jones and size yourself up to them and figure out how you can get up there. And it's not about that. Those people worked hard. H-A-R-D. <laughs> Believe me. They worked hard. They had a vision and they worked towards it. Okay. So don't feel dismayed. Don't feel left out. Don't feel like your worth is not enough. Don't feel, do you even know what your worth is? If you don't, then you have to go into the Bible and find out what is my worth? What is my identity? Who am I in Christ and whose am I? So You know, as I always teach, I talk about identity and I talk about purpose and relationships because these are the three things that we deal with. These are the three things that I struggled in the most. And these are the three things that we deal with in in humanity. Whereas in we always struggling with the unknown or the whys and the wins and the how and the uh, how come and why is that important? We are we struggle with these things. And so um, I feel like it's a good work to talk about identity and it's a good work to talk about worth because a lot of people don't understand whose they are, why they were created, what's their reason, what's their why, how were we, you know, like these things, why, why are these things manifesting? I don't want to 
over talk, but why are these things manifesting in my life? How are these things important to my future? When will these things change for some of you all? And so <clears throat> when we learn to not devalue ourselves, first, we got to understand what our worth is, who we are, you know, and what our worth is. You know, we have to understand those things. And it starts with your identity. Your identity is not of this world. Those of us who are born again believers, the Bible declares that we are aliens to the world. We were not, we're not citizens of the United States of America. We have been bought with a price by God, the most high. <laughs> and so um, <clears throat> let's keep that in the forefront of our minds. So don't devalue your worth. First, you got to know your worth. And then when you figure it out, please don't devalue it. And how you don't devalue, uh, devalue it is don't compare yourself to other people. Don't look at other people's success stories and, and want what they want and want what they have. Desire the God in them. Desire God. You know, and, and when you desire him, he'll give you the desires of your heart. So don't devalue your worth, okay? The next thing God shared with me, plant a seed where you want to grow. Also, in the words of Dr. Shamika Dean, plant, grow, uh, plant where you want to grow and wherever you want to grow, sow. And so she, she also, um, one of my mentors also, <clears throat> excuse me, she shared that with me and she began to teach on how investing is important for your future. And if you don't sow where you desire to go, then you're never going to get there. It takes a seed to be put into the ground. Your faith is your seed, but you got to activate your faith by your works because faith without works is dead. So what is it that you know God is showing you that you have to be found doing? And if you don't know that, I would advise you to get on a free conference call, consultation call with me. For 30 minutes so that we can see if we're good fit to work together and try to figure this thing out so that you can get you <clears throat> so that you can get into position where God is calling you to be so that you can unlock your purpose and 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 so you can know where to sow. And that's very important. Um, and a lot of believers don't we believe in just paying tithes, but how many of us believe in paying um, into programs and praying into mentorships and praying into, um, I mean, uh, paying after you done praying. Okay. But paying for purpose sessions and life coaches and mentorship programs and, 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 and things investing in, uh, stocks and investing in different things that will build generational wealth and different things like that. So those things are very important for us as well beyond tithing. Um, God spoke on investment. He talked about how we should invest, you know, like for instance, the Proverbs 31 woman, she invested in land and property and she did those things. She worked diligently with her hands, but she invested as well, um, so that she could leave a, a legacy for her children and her family. And so, um, and her children's children. So, um, yeah, plant a seed where you want to grow. What area do you want to grow in? Do you want to grow in? Um, the area of being a wife will then plan into a program that you can, you know, find your program where you can, um, you know, where you can, where you can grow and hone your skills as a wife. Um, I had this book. I can't think of the name of it now because I read it so many uh, years ago. 
Um, but it's it's a book that I had bought, and it basically teach about how you can be a good wife and everything. And um, that's when I got married to my husband. Um, and I began to read that book, and and I was so blessed by that book. Um, I wear that book at today. I wish I could find it again, but I can't tell you where that book at, and I can't even tell you the name of it. But I'm just giving you an example of things that of a uh, uh, things and areas in your life that you can literally like grow in. Um, I invested in coaching programs. I've invested in um, six figure courses where uh, you know, like with mo- with a multi million uh, dollar earner. Where because I see that's where I'm going. So because that's where I'm going, I sold into her program. Because that's where I'm going. I desire to be. I sold into her. I sold into what she was doing. I sold into her because that is where I wanted to go. Um, and so uh those are things that, you know, examples that I can give you as far as in planting seed where you want to grow. Also Inside of your church, planting a seed is not just financial, but planting a seed can also be um, in your services, offering services uh, for free, not doing, not always offering people stuff that they have to buy. That's good, but also services that you can give, give back to people um, and, and be a blessing unto them. You know, and so that's another way of sowing. Um, now, moving on to number six, you will rise as you serve. So one of the things, because I was asking God this question, right? And I was saying, God, how can I, you know, how can I rise? Like, what is, what was hindering? I wanted to know at that time in my life, God, what is hindering me? What is causing me? I'm trying to do everything I can to serve you. What is causing me? And God said, I want you to remember that you will rise when you serve. And then he told me, when you use your gifts and you use your talents, you will begin to see increase happen in your life automatically. Because that's that reciprocity in the Bible. How when you give, that it will be given back unto you. And so when we serve others automatically whatever we serve however we serve and when we serve we can believe that god will bring the increase okay and so god i begin to put it into practice and begin to put it in use and i started saying like when i would just give more and uh i would just you know offer my services my gifts and my talents and stuff and i wouldn't always have a price tag on everything I would see how it was blessing people and people needed what I had. And so sometimes you, you know, you're going to probably have to give out before you start receiving, you know, and it may take a minute for you to start receiving, but as you give unto other people, you can charge for your services and products. It's not what I'm saying, but when you give, although you charge, give, although you charge, give, although you charge. So, like I charge for my books, but I there are some people that I just gave books to um and sold into them, you know, but as God led me, but I did, you know, and some people they 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 paid for 
my books and, 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 and then it was what it was, you know, and it was no hard feelings, but I was led to give unto them, to sow into them. And that's just what it was. So that's just an example, um, of giving when you ride, you, when you will serve, you're going to end up rising. And as the Bible says it, he says, um, you know, the greatest amongst you is the servant. He's the greatest. The one that, the one that, serves the most is the greatest so how do you serve you serve with what you have you serve using the gifts that you have and in the talents that you have and whatever god called you to do you know everything is not about money and that's another thing god taught me he said yeah i love you and you're anointed i anointed you i know you're anointed he said but here's one thing that you lack you know and you you're concerned about the money but you got to serve people and, and whatever you sow and you put into them, that's when you can expect me to give you increase. So you lack in serving, servanthood. You lack in serving the people. Serve the Lord with gladness. Okay. Don't do it to gain something. Don't do it to get something out of something. Do it because you genuinely want to see other people happy. You want to see other people win. You want to see other people prosper. And then there's times where God will say, put a price on this because this is going to bring your increase. So don't get the two confused now. Don't get them confused now because God is definitely, God is definitely um, concerned about your prosperity, even in, in finances as well. So don't. Don't get it confused now. God will have you to uh, put a price tag on certain things. And if it's your business, then you know God is going to have you to put a price tag on certain things. But when you host something, offer something for free sometime. Like these podcasts, this is my way of giving back. Um, when I do YouTube videos, that's my way of giving back. When I do Facebook Lives, that's my way of giving back. When I do Instagram Lives, that's my way of giving back. When I'm offering free pampering services because I do hair and um I do eyelashes so that's my way of giving back so that's what I wanted to say you know that's what I wanted to say about that moving on to number seven Woo! we're almost finished we're almost finished okay moving to number seven give without looking for anything in return and that kind of piggybacks off number six you will rise as you serve. And number seven says, give without looking for anything in return. A lot of times we looking around, okay, I gave you this now, you going to pay me back? Now, the Bible does say when we, when we borrow something now, we are supposed to give that back. If the lender requires it back, you borrowed it. So, therefore, give it back. But in this scripture... God begins to teach us uh, this specific um, mind transformation tip. Number seven, give without looking for anything in return. The Bible teaches us in the book of Luke, not to the book of Luke chapter six, I believe, not to give uh, and be looking for something in return. When we give, look for God to bless you. Look for God. Don't even be looking for a, nothing in return. Just expect and know that God will reward you when you give out of your the kindness of your heart and you are not giving to receive anything back. Now, that's a loan. I'm not talking about a loan. 
But a lot of people, they give you loans because they want their money back, you know, but that's okay. But if you do something, you rise when you help others. So remember that. And they may not ever repay you back. They may not ever give you your money back. But you not doing it for them. The Bible says anything that we do, we should do it as unto the Lord. So let us find ourselves giving. Offer your services to other people. And be intentional about helping other people. Because that's when you're going to see your light shine. That's when your shine, your light gonna shine through the darkness. Um, okay. Number eight, obey leadership. And this is the last trans mind transformation tip that God gave me. Um, obey leadership. And when you obey leadership, understand that it's not on condition. If she or he do this, then I'll do that. If he or she do this, then I'll do that. That's not what God told us to do. And I am guilty as charged because I have been a disciple that was not following this, what I am teaching now. I was a disciple that did not even understand the value of leadership. I didn't understand the value of my pastor. I didn't understand the value of lessons that she gave. I didn't understand how, you know, like certain times I would go to certain places and, and I would be a member. And as I'm a member of this church, uh, I found myself in a place where uh, I found myself always hurting, always bitter, and always mad at them, and always angry at them because they didn't—they treated me wrong, and they didn't accept me, and they didn't like me, right? But God didn't say that you were supposed to do this based off of how you felt. This pleases the Lord. This brings Him glory, and maybe, just maybe, if you do your part, God and He will. He can shine the light through you and draw them where they need to be. But if you're not where you need to be, and if you're always angry or mad because you're in a place where you feel betrayed or hurt or bitter, man, pray for them people. If you have enemies, if people have hurt you, make sure you say a little prayer for them. Don't be mad at them. Let them go and be whole because those people will keep you from walking forward in the things that God has called you to walk for because you can't even be forgiven for your sins if you ain't forgave those people. I'm going to drop the mic right there. So obey leadership. Obey leadership. Do unto them the will of God. If they error, if they're in the wrong, let God deal with them. But you don't pray against them. You pray for them. And God will deal with them. But until then, and, 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 and forever, obey leadership. Because that pleases God. If your leader tells you to do something, don't go, don't go rebelling because they hurt you and they did this and they did that. Forgive them. They're human. 
Pastor is their office, but they are human and humans make mistakes every day. So please don't put your trust in people anyway. Put your trust in God and watch God bring his word to pass in your pastor and bring them up to where they should be because you pray for them. Okay. All right now. So with that being said, I hope that this podcast was a blessing unto you. I pray that you all got something from this, from these eight transformational tips, mind transformational tips. And uh, I'll be back with another weekly podcast. Stay tuned. I'm always posting every week. And um, again, be sure to follow me under Everything Her, Everything Beautiful on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Instagram at Everything Her underscore online. So YouTube and Facebook got the same name. Only difference on Instagram is that it's when you're trying to look me up, you have to look me up under everything her underscore online. So with that being said, y'all stay encouraged. Know that you're wonderful. Know that you are beautiful and God loves you. With that being said, I do too. Thank you all so much for being a, a great support to the ministry and to the call that God put on my life. And I pray that you all will continue to have success in your in your life and walk with Jesus. So with that being said, have a good one. Till next time.